0: All right, how's everybody doing out there, Kane and Collective, y'all know what time it is baby, it's Kane o'clock, so got a lot going on this week, I had originally started recording a podcast, y'all know how I do, I was on my way to work, didn't get to finish it, and things went left. And I took a few minutes to think about it. I'm going to cover it, of course. That's me. So who I am. That's who Mr. Collective is. That's who we are. And I had to give it a couple of days so stuff could pan out. I couldn't just rush, rush, rush. So, y'all ready to jump off this cliff with me because I'm here now. <laughs> Man, and it was so weird because I originally started that podcast talking about Dr. Dre having an aneurysm, being in ICU, him going through his divorce, and I'm going to get to it, I'm going to just push it back a bit because this is more important
1: than that right now. So, I'm about to go ahead and get off into it. So
0: stand back and stand by was officially called into action. Well, not officially called into action, but y'all understand what I'm saying. January 6th, the clown coup. <laughs> Man, it's a lot going on with this whole situation. Uh But let's go ahead and get off into it. So you guys already been watching the news, I'm sure, about what happened on January 6th. While the Senate were confirming and validating the results, having a debate on the Senate floor as far as a uh, certain senators wanted to throw out votes from states due to alleged misconduct,
1: the Capitol building was trespassed. All right. So,
0: meat of the matter. Rudy Giuliani, you want to try by comeback. I don't think you want that, man. You're a little over that, bro. But we understand what you did. Got that whistle. So high pitch, only certain people can hear it, can understand it. You talking in code, we get it. Y'all tried to set them people up. Well, not set them up, but y'all let them loose. Y'all set them off. And that's not weird. That's not funny. It's messed up. Because... That's a whole lot of stuff that went on. And you got us looking funny out here in this worldwide street. But it's actually probably a good thing that it happened. That stuff got exposed. A lot of people act like, you know, we want to get back to normal. Understand something. For my community, this is normal. There's nothing new. I'd be surprised about the prosecutions that happen because when it comes to certain segments of the population doing stuff, there's no accountability, meaning that there's no punishment. And this is something that happened that needs to be punished. But let's go over a couple things right quick. As of right now, there's been a few resignations with this whole entire event for right now. Um Betsy DeVos has resigned from being over the Board of Education. Uh, Mick Mulvaney filed his resignation. Elaine Chow, Mitch McConnell's wife, Secretary of Transportation, she filed her resignation. The Capitol Police Chief, he put in his resignation paperwork. He's gonna officially resign on January 16th. And I'm curious, is that because of the lady that got shot in the neck, the individual police officer that shot her, he's on administrative leave right now, pending an investigation, so there's that for right now, the Senate and the House of Representatives both have a sergeant at arms to handle security, they have both resigned. I'm assuming they resigned because there was no security in place. You guys have intel saying that there's going to be protests at Confederate monuments. You have protests all over the place and you guys show up with, you know, you your decked out military style. And that says a lot. Because you're going there because you think you're going to have a certain type of response. And you're literally dressed like you're ready for war. But these people show up. And mind you now, I'm talking about peaceful protests. I'm not talking about the agitators that show up. I'm not talking about the people that come in there to spray paint and the loot because they're using that as an opportunity. And that happens. That happened last summer. Because while these people are holding signs, there's other people breaking into buildings and targets and taking TVs and stuff. And I'm upset at the hypocrisy because there's segmented sections of the population that want to say that the Black Lives Matter protests, they burn down entire cities. No, that's not true. Because let's not forget, I did a podcast where the Boogaloo Boys were responsible for burning that precinct in Minneapolis. So let's not act like that wasn't a thing. Let's not act like that didn't happen. How soon we forget. I ain't going to let you forget shit. I'm about to talk. So, January 6th, they found five firearms. They found a military-style AR. They found two pipe bombs and 11 cocktails. For those of you that don't know what the cocktails are, it's 11 Molotov cocktails. If you still don't know what that is, take a bottle of liquor, grab a pillowcase, cut a strip of it, take the top off the liquor, stick the strip of cloth in the liquor, and light it on fire and throw it at some. That's a cocktail.
1: <laughs> so. Peaceful protests, signs. Five firearms.
0: They found an AR with two pipe bombs and 11 cocktails. Plus, they used chemicals on the Capitol Police and Metro PE in that area, and there were metal pipes that were used to beat them up. Now, there were 50 cops that were injured. One cop succumbed to his injuries. I was unable to find his name. And I believe he passed last night. So out of the almost a 1,000 to 2,000 people that showed up in the Capitol building, only 83 have been arrested. 69 of them people were from at least 20 states as of right now. There were three deaths associated along with that. There's a 34-year-old female from Kennesaw, Georgia. The 55 year old male from Athens, Georgia. The 50 year old male from Ringtown, PA. And then you got the 35 year old female from San Diego that got shot in the neck. With the,
1: and with the officer that passed, that brings the death toll up to five. Now. Anybody dead. It's something like one person is too much, but now we got five.
0: And also something to note, because I'm not going to hold you long for this one. I'm going to keep this one kind of brief. I'm just going to give you my update for what i found so far. Despite some of the news reports you might have seen, Iran, not Iraq, has issued a red notice request. to Interpol, they had submitted it to Interpol to arrest Donald Trump for the drone strike that killed General, uh, that killed General Solima. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that name correctly. If I'm not, please forgive me. But Iran has issued an arrest warrant to Interpol the Red Notice request, not Iraq, Iran, for the arrest of Donald Trump. This is I've, wow, never, I haven't read about anything like that in history, and I'm a bit of a history buff. I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime. This is, and I've seen some news in my lifetime. This is, wow, not really a whole lot I could say. I've never seen a U.S. president, I mean, to have a country issue an arrest warrant for somebody. And it's probably a symbolic thing. It's really probably symbolic as of right now. It may change in a couple of weeks. Possibly. Man, I'm just... There's so many questions about this. But I'm going to have to keep doing research on that. So in a podcast I had previously recorded but didn't have a chance to upload because of all this other stuff going on, I had spoke about um, Mike Pence... And it was rumored that he wasn't going to show up to the Senate to do his part in validating the election results, but he did. And I spoke during that unreleased podcast about Mike Pence doing that would probably save his political career because he has a chance to run for president on his own. And he showed up and he actually called in the National Guard. But seems to me like his hands were tied. Um. His political career will be safe. And the thing you got to realize is for the people that don't denounce what happened, they're looking to tap into Trump's base. His base is large. They are. They're down with that cause. And what it is, is that they're not trying to alienate these people that they can get votes from. Mike Pence was pretty smart about the way he handled his business. He he got talked about, and he's still trying to do the right thing, quote, unquote. And that's going to help him and his cause in the long run. Will he run for president in 2024? Depending on if he's around still in his health, I would say that's probably an
1: 80% probability. Will he win? That remains to be seen.
0: It's a lot of moving pieces going on right now. (laughs) For the talk about impeachment, you got two weeks before he's going to be out of office anyway. Impeachment is probably not going to happen. For invoking the 25th Amendment to have him removed, that also is probably not going to happen. But Trump's legacy on his presidency will be stained by this. And it's not like people couldn't see the writing on the wall. It's not like people couldn't see it coming. If you heard the way he spoke at the rallies, I could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue in New York City and not get arrested. uh Take those protesters and punch them in the face. I'll get you guys out of jail. This is the type of talk that he did for five years, basically. And it only got his people hyped up. It didn't do anything to stop them from talking crazy or talking reckless. And that's why they went to the Capitol and they did what they did.
1: Now, that in itself, treasonous act. And. I'm looking. I'm being observant right now because I'm
0: curious to see what the punishments are going to be. What type of punishment is going to be meted out? And I don't think it's really going to be that big of a deal. And you're probably listening, like, why is he saying that? I look at how the punishments go out. I mean, look at how they even got into the Capitol building. You have police officers that were taking pictures with the people being in an area they're not supposed to be in. Whatever happened to practicing good opsec? Like, you're letting people into a sensitive area. Me being a soldier, being in the honor guard, we went to certain areas around D.C., and you had to have a security clearance to even get into certain areas like that, and even then we weren't around anything that might be dangerous sensitive. You have people in Nancy Pelosi's office with their feet on the desk, and her laptop and her desktop are probably right there one of the the one guy that took the picture with his feet up on her desk had he he took a piece of her fucking mail and took a picture with it and put it on Twitter. And while I'm speaking about that, let me say something really quick for the people that believe it was Antifa. Let's understand. something. Antifa and Trump supporters don't get along. Antifa and Trump supporters look nothing alike, whereas most Trump supporters, they have a. Not a stereotypical type of look, but they have a particular look about them. And a lot of these. Trump supporters have been to areas where they've had clashes with Antifa, and I'm pretty sure that each side will recognize faces. The QAnon quote unquote shaman was at a BLM rally in Arizona cutting up, and he was also at the Capitol building, so we gotta look at a couple things here. Number one, that takes a little bit of money to go from Arizona to DC Metro like that. So, I'll leave you a quick speculation on that. There's money coming from somewhere for these people to make these moves. But anyway, the Proud Boys were in D.C. the night before,
1: and there were a couple of skirmishes across the city. And what you need to understand is that. They were specifically going to cause trouble
0: if you're going somewhere to protest. You're going to protest, okay? You're not going to do anything that's going to get you hemmed up. You're trespassing on government property. And I do distinctly remember whenever protests about the Confederate statues and monuments, Trump had a tweet saying that you uh damage a building or monument that's 10 years off top. And I believe he put an act in place, and I believe he passed some legislation on that. Well, OK, it's about a thousand and maybe two thousand people that need to get 10 years. And I'm curious to see where this punishment thing is going to go. I'm curious to see how this is going to pan out. I really don't think the punishment is going to be meted out. Why? You know why. You know why it's not going to happen. They're going to make an example out of a few people. Yes, the majority of them. No, not going to happen. And I say that because the punishment hasn't been fitting the crime. It's slowly starting to fit the crime. But not enough. The guy in trying to think of where it was, but there was
1: uh let me see if I can find it really quick. There was a guy that was shooting up the Whopper House. And um I believe it was Tennessee. Yeah. <clears> he <throat> was uh hold up, I found it. Just give me one second, I'm about to pull it up.
0: Uh, WSMV.com The Waffle House shooting The Waffle
1: House shooter The DA was actually trying to get him life in prison And I believe he was saying that he was pleading for mental insanity Let me see if I can pull this up. Okay, um, Travis Ring King. He was 29 at the time of the
0: shooting, and he's accused of going to the Walker House in Antioch, Tennessee, in the early morning hours of April 22nd, 2018. It so it's really been a few years ago. Yeah, and it's been a few Wopper years ago. Issue. It comes with the news the accused shooter will not face the Boy, out I don't now. understand why that's even playing right now. All right. Yeah, but he went to the Waffle House April twenty second, 2018, and he had a green jacket and an AR, and he just started shooting people in the parking lot and in a restaurant. Now, when he was going to reload was when a couple of the people in the Waffle House said, this is our time to get him." And they hopped on him. They beat him down and he took off running and they, uh, subdued him. Police came and got him, locked him up and all that. But he should get the death penalty because that was considered a mass murder. He killed a few people, but yet he, he only got 25. Okay. Um, people aren't getting time to match their crime so I don't believe this is going to be any different now with the situation being what it is being that it is actual sedition and treason uh, is it hanging or firing squad it's one of those two but I'm curious to see what's going to happen with it I'll keep you guys updated and as I find out stuff I'm going to come back and I'm just going to update it now like I said for that podcast It was so surreal. Like I say, I record on my way to work. And I hadn't even finished it. And by the time I took break and I, you know, went to go check the news on my phone real quick, this is what was breaking. So, like I say, I wanted to take my time. It's not about being first. It's about being correct. So, for the people that are saying that it was Iraq, nah, it's not Iraq. People being a little too quick. That was Iran that issued the arrest warrant. And Interpol's not gonna really touch that one. I can tell you that off top too. Like I say, that was symbolic for Iran to do that. I believe they just wanted to try and put a little fear in Trump's heart, which I'm pretty sure they're doing right now. He's got a lot of stuff coming from a lot of different angles. It's interesting to see how he's gonna be able to handle it.
1: Well, uh-huh,
0: I got my popcorn and I got my damn tea. <laughs> I'm actually probably trade out the tea for aender this weekend. As I watch and just see everything unfold. But that's all I got. Yo, you guys do me a favor. Check out the Canaan Collective Podcast. We're on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Apple Podcast, Google Play. Check out the homie TM, The Trash Mechanic. Today is Friday, um, January 8th. He should drop a Happy Friday today. I hope he does. I believe he will. I'll be looking out for it. You can check him out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Pocket Casts, Overcast, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts from. The Homie Mr. Collective, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Pocket Cast, Overcast, wherever you get your podcasts from. Harshly Critic, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. And you're listening to Marco K. This is Kane O'Clock. Y'all be safe and take care out there. Please continue to keep your heads on a swivel. Oh, because I did neglect to mention that on January 6th, there were other things going on at different capitals. Also in Kansas, Georgia, after that runoff election and in Oklahoma. So wherever you are, please keep your head on a swivel. This is probably not the end of it yet. Oh, and also in L.A. They were cutting up in L.A. too, but they forgot LAPD just don't give a fuck. So, yeah, you guys keep your heads on a swivel. Be safe out there. Take care. Peace.